You are tuning in to Damn Straight Radio. Brought to you by Damn Straight Entertainment. Supporting live, local, and underground bands from the state of New Jersey and beyond. I'm Mike. I'm Oni. We are Damn Straight Entertainment. You're tuning in to Damn Straight Radio. Damn straight you are. All right, so we are here in Asbury Park right now with Jeff from Crusader Source. How you doing? Doing great. Pleasure to be here with you guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time this early in the day, you know, to uh, hang out with us. So, starting off, I want pork roll. <laughs> You're in the right spot. <laughs> we can get some pork roll at the Wonder Bar because that's where the show is happening. All right, uh, Wawa or Sheets? Wawa, because I have to have that hometown, lo- you know, loyalty. Okay. That does make sense. Do you have a favorite place for a slice of pizza that you can recommend? Interesting. It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we had some great pizza on the way here. I forget the name of the place. I want to say it's maybe Anthony's Somethings near ShopRite on the way over here on Route 35. Okay. Good hmm. pizza. What, what kind of slice did you get? We got a grandma slice and plain cheese slice. Ooh, nice. That Both actually delicious. sounds pretty good. Um, here's a question I made up on the spot, but how many pedals are on the pedal board that your guitar player plays? <laughs> that is a tough question. I will say at least one dozen. Wow. <laughs> Close to two, maybe two dozen. I don't know. Does he, does he play them all? Does he I believe so. <laughs> Three of them are, are volume pedals. I do know that. Cool. And you're you're the drummer. Yes. You said that. Yes. Uh, when eating a black and white cookie, where do you start? The I think I start everybody. white. White. Okay. Great question. Favorite venue to play overall? It could be anywhere. Ooh, favorite venue to play overall. Um. Let's see. It's hard because you play so many. Well, it's hard because there's also a couple of favorites. Yeah. So, I'll I mean say I'll like say the, the Poor House Music Hall in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. Great place to play music. And why is that? That's that's a spot where we've been there over the mm-hmm. years. We've gotten to know the staff there, and be, we've gotten really comfortable. It's like a family environment. After a while, you absolutely. Walk in, they yeah, know you your show name. up, you know everyone's name, and also mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of great fans in the area that have supported us over the years and helped cool. us grow a great fan base there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one album that changed your life? Life change album? Mm-hmm. I'll say Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Ooh. Tarkus. That's a good one. Very interesting. All right, so what are your influences for your songwriting and all that, and you know, just overall for Consider the Source? We like to take influences from a lot of different music from around the world. So like one thing we'll do is we'll take traditional music from maybe like around Turkey or from India or um, Balkan music and we'll okay. kind of take something that would sound very old and we'll make it a little kind of modern and heavy hmm. and do our own thing with it. And we'll also use those influences, but we'll mix it with, uh, you know, our own thing and progressive rock and metal. And <coughs> I was thinking that. Yeah, so it's a big it's a big mix of kind of yeah. technical music mixed with stuff from around I get the world like and Indian tribal vibe when I listen to it, like like 
what's his name? Rally Shankar? Like a little yeah, bit yeah. of like, you got like sitar solo, and then you got like the one song, uh, what is it? Um, not, uh, I can't think of the one song. It's off the older album, but it's not up to, but not to exceed well. But there's another one where it sounds like somebody singing, but it's actually a guitar solo. Oh, yeah, another one you're talking about. Because I, sure. asked, I asked your guitar player last time, and I said, where's that piano solo? And he goes, oh, uh, we wrote it in the album that it's actually not a piano solo. I play it through a guitar Th- pedal. Those would be one of the dozen to do two dozen guitar pedals. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a combination of some mm-hmm. of those pedals. Is some of the stuff that your guitar player plays difficult to follow on the drums? Um, or is it, like, equal? Not uh, not difficult. I would say at moments layered because there can be a lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. So it's the type of thing where if you listen more closely, you can hear more kind of detail in the sound. Sometimes if I turn my volume up even, I can hear a lot more going on than you might realize at first. Hmm. So it's not necessarily difficult, just something to really try and listen to kind of follow along yeah all right uh any festivals you guys want to play or you wish you could have played hmm there's a couple of festivals that we were lucky to play uh in the area and some of the ones we'd like to play let's see there's a festival called lock-in that's a really cool festival okay. bonnaroo in tennessee would be really cool that's to play I wish um, you guys were on Riot Fest. That would be really Riot cool. Fest would be incredible. Was that Chicago? That, yeah, we're going to that in September. Yeah, that would be incredible. That would be cool. We were thinking, they, we saw the See Here Now Festival. I think they do it, like, on the beach. Yeah. And I was like, what if Consider the Source would headline that? That would be that sick. That would be cool. There's so many bands <laughs> on that. I don't know. Maybe we got to, like, s- tell them, put them on. Petition. They're really great bands. Well, better than you know, once you know, we you know, get a name out there, better than you know, we do better things. You know, we can, like, do our own thing. <laughs> We could do like well, I mean, we definitely do have ideas to do like our own thing in Asbury. You know, once you know people know what we what we doing, what's up. Nice. All right. So, how did the band get together, and how did you get the name? The band got together. Um, I'm I'm the newest member. I've been in the band about seven or so years, but the band got together because the original drummer Justin and John grew up together as friends, and they were always playing music together, and they met Gabe. I think they both played a venue together with mm-hmm. their their bands, and they ended up jamming, and kind of forming the band, f- mostly at first for fun, just getting together and just playing together, playing a couple of shows here and then, here and there, and then uh, it's it picked up and they they became more serious. And Gabriel, our guitar player's dad, actually came up with the band name, Consider okay. the Source, and at the time, it was the only, only candidate. For a name, because they said all the other ones were so ridiculous. So, it, what it was some of the other names? Do you I remember? I couldn't tell you that. I've, <laughs> I've heard them. I don't recall, but they're they're definitely laughable. Because I know we were we literally. It's like naming a baby, trying to think of a name for a business or a company yep. or a band, and we were thinking of these names, and he was like, "Those are dumb. Don't even." And then he just goes, "I'm eating a a big giant bowl of ramen noodles <laughs> at the mall," and he just goes damn straight entertainment i take every amount of money and credit cards out and i just go <laughs> shut up and we're using that name and we took it and we Perfect. ran and now we're here yes. damn straight entertainment exactly so have there been any weird experiences with the shows you played any weird experiences yes we've had a couple of strange experiences um i think We've made it to almost every show. We've had some weather and things. That's not mm-hmm. too weird. I think there may have been one show in the band's history 
where the venue is in a pretty bad area. Okay. And it didn't seem like many people were going to come to the show. And I think I know how I that think, is. I think the band, I think the van might have just kept rolling, <laughs> and <laughs> said, and said, this is, we're gonna, we're gonna not risk having, getting robbed and having our our van broken into mm-hmm. while we're playing because it seemed like that kind yeah. of a thing. And I think that that might have only happened once, but um, there's been some some strange things here and there. You had uh, one one festival where some you know one or two festivals where someone would wander on stage and tumble <laughs> into some equipment and had to be kind of oh, coerced off the stage. Yeah. What was the weirdest place you've ever played? Weirdest. Um, hmm. We played a really cool par- uh, farm concert. Okay. In Florida, we have a friend that ha- has a really awesome farm. That's cool. And he has like a little outdoor cabana building that has okay. two levels. And we did an end of the world party for when That's it was awesome. in uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. We did an end of the world party. What was the so I think the only the only concert we ever played at a farm. Okay. Uh, what is what's the band? He's saying farm. So I'm thinking of the music video of uh, I don't know the exact song, but it was uh, Thank You Scientist. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they play and there's like cat. There's uh, I think they're goat. Yeah, they and did they that. They're like near walking around. Somewhere. They play like a, a live session. Yeah, and they yeah. have like the animals walking around. Yeah, that's have my friend Kevin. It's um Sun Lab Studios. They do like solar mm-hmm. powered music videos. Oh, cool. Have you ever played with them? Consider the sort. Um, Thank you, scientist. Thank you, scientist. Yeah, we did a tour together. We did Ooh. um. About two and a half or three weeks from like Texas to California. That's awesome. It was like a whole like a West Coast run. It was awesome. That was, a, that was a back. treat getting to play with those guys. That's a great. That band rules. They do rule and live. They were great every night. I never got to see them live yet, but they're on my bucket list. Do it. Yeah, they're around Definitely. all the time. Uh, if you could pick five bands to make your ultimate show, who would you pick and why? Let's see. Well, if. If we're gonna say dead or alive, it could be. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead gonna or throw alive. Led Zeppelin on there because I never got to see Led Zeppelin, and that's a band I would have loved to oh. see. My mom saw them at Central Park. Oh man! When she was young. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Amazing. Maybe I'd throw Pink Floyd on there. Ooh, my so dad saw them. Th- and then oh, I think that covers the classic rock territory. Okay. Um, Dream Theater. Ooh. Because that was like a, a big influence for all of us, and one of the first bands I ever saw live, and we all had huge Dream Theater like nerd periods, and then I would go with Primus and Tool. Oh, wow! That's like your dream. <laughs> Basically, Ernie's dream. Trying, trying to get not super current, you know, but at least to like the '90s. Yeah. But yeah, I actually did see Primus uh, in the convention hall, you know, right here. Oh we man. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be at the summer stage on the street, but the weather, you know, kind of forced it, you know, inside the convention hall. And I remember Les Claypool saying, you know, like, next time they play in Asbury Park, they want to, like, at least see the night skies and the stars. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, and was it was a co-headliner with uh, Mastodon. Nice. Yes. I was listening to the Brown album yesterday. Nice. Yeah, Les Claypool just actually did a solo set at the Pony. I think it was, like, a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. My friend's band, Experiment 34, opened the show. Very cool. So yeah, I'm a huge, cool. a huge, huge Claypool fan. Yeah. A lot of, I love a lot, a lot of his like projects. Primus is cool. I'm more of like, I like Yes a lot. Nice. I'm really big into Yes. They're awesome. I'm actually going to see King Crimson soon. Ooh, So nice. I'm definitely into the classic, classic prog era. Favorite local band? This stumps everybody. Cause I got I one. We used to cut the grass. We 
Which has a bunch of members from Thank You Scientist in it. I was going to say, you're you're from Jersey, so I know that band. They play a bunch of festivals and stuff, I yeah, see. Yeah, they're really cool. I think they're like, they play with like at least a nine-piece, maybe up okay. to ten or eleven points. I say they play with that band Brick and Mortar. That's where I like. That sounds, I yeah, see that their name right. together. So. Um, but they have two drummers, sometimes th- with a third on wow. drums and percussion, and uh, at least two or three horns, and, and they often do a lot of, like, Frank Zappa stuff, which I love, too. Okay. Nice. Uh, Starland or Stone Pony? Stone Pony. Shit. No hesitation. <laughs> We're looking around like I hope no one finds out. <laughs> you can see my eyes. Uh, Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. All right. What advice do you have for any up-and-coming bands who's trying to get their name out there, who's trying to, like, play as many shows as they can and go out on the road? Just do it. Book shows, play, you know, if there's open jams and bands can come up and sign up and play three songs, do it. Get out there, you know, find rehearsal places, get together, play, meet the other bands in the rehearsal places, book shows together. and That's the best way to do it and learn is just start doing it. And It's one of those things that you don't have to figure it out by just doing it, but the lessons you learn will stick with you and you'll learn quick. Yeah, and, you know, the best thing is, you know, trying to, like, connect with each other, too, because every time Mike and I, we do shows, you know, before, you know, we became Dempster Entertainment, you know I mean? Um, we had people, you know, who would, like, enjoy everything, and, you know, we had bands that would, like, really, you know, become friends, you know, like, almost immediately, they would just, you know, click. Yeah. And, you know, we love it when, you know, bands connect with each other and, you know, people recommend us. Yeah, if you're from Jersey and you meet a band from Baltimore, yeah. have them open for you, exactly. go open for them. Like. We always, I always try to book bands that don't know each other, and I know they don't because they're like, I never heard of whatever this band is, and then later on they're like playing shows all over New Jersey, and I'm just like, we're the ones that connected that band with that one. It's great. And they're always like, I like when I booked a show a few weeks ago and all the bands are walking up to each other like, hey, your set was really good. Uh, what's your name? I'm in this band. They all like connect with each other, add each other on Facebook. Yeah, trade CDs. Exactly. Like yeah. bands are giving each other merch. Like, oh, I'll trade you a CD for your for your seven inch or whatever. And it's like, that's the feeling that we need in the music scene, and we need more of it. Yes. Yeah, we definitely uh, strive for like a community environment. I mean, we don't want to make it a competition. You know, I mean, if bands want to play shows, you know, let them play shows. I mean, even if you. Know, I mean, sure, you know, playing you know, certain venues and playing with certain bands all over again, you know, I mean, some people might find tiring, but, you know, the most important thing is that, you know, they uh, get their name out there and, you know, try to connect with people. Damn straight. <laughs> exactly. It's in the name. Yes. So this next question, we tend to stop a lot of people. It tends to question a lot of people, too, but are donations bigger than a bread box? <laughs> yes. Yes, we should definitely explain. So, have you seen the uh, TV show Eddie and Eddie? Yeah, of course. Okay, Back so yeah, so there's an episode where the Eds have a telephone event. Uh, the character <laughs> Ed he runs out looking for donations. Eddie he gets a phone call. Ed telephone. Ed's like, Eddie, do you keep donations in the fridge? And Eddie hangs up on him. Couple minutes later, Ed telephone. Are donations bigger than a bread box? And Ed he pops out of the hole he made on the floor looking for donations. And Ed just Eddie just hangs up the phone in frustration. And that's where the question came from. And you know, me being a freak about Ed and Eddie, you know, <laughs> it just stuck with me. Nice. I did watch I'm, that show. A good a, chunk. I love, I love it. We have to, we have to tell every band that because it's just something that stumps everybody and they don't know what to think. <laughs> Sometimes some people, one one guy said, only at night or every day or half the day. Like they they don't even know. 
Uh, Taco Bell or Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut. <laughs> Although I did have Taco Bell recently for the first time in a long time. Wow. One band said combination Taco Bell Pizza Hut, and I was like, you just cheated the system. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, there are like maybe a couple locations that actually are like a combined Taco Bell and Pizza yeah. Hut. New York. New York City has them. Uh. It says topics will change over time. I keep reading that out loud all the time <laughs> because I don't know why that says that, but it says, who writes your songs? Nobody. Consider the source writes their own songs. That's right. No, no, like, pop. They're not a pop rock well, band. We all, yeah, we all write together. And you said you were telling, like, the in the tribal and all that different background. So mm -hmm. uh, who are you currently jamming in your headphones? Let's see. There's one piano player on I really like, Tigran. Tigran. Uh, his last name is Hamasian, and he's an incredible piano player. He plays like, not the keyboard or anything, like you know, mm -hmm. actual acoustic piano, and it's sort of like heavy metal on classical piano. Hmm. He has an amazing live uh, video I watch all the time on YouTube. Uh, the trio. Is this person still around? Yeah, he's he's pretty current. His album's called Mockroot. M O C K R O O T. Let's look this up. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, are they on Spotify? Totally. Cool. Nice. Yeah, he's he's great. That CD's awesome. That's been a, a new favorite of mine. Do you think Spotify's killing the music industry? Maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. I hope not. Like, I hope not. I'm fifty-fifty <laughs> about it because I discovered so many bands by accident on Spotify. It's good for exposure for sure. But it is killing CD sales because I pay ten bucks a month for it, and then I always ask the band like, "Are you guys on Spotify?" And the one guy said, "Last night we saw Carnifex, and during their set, they said our album comes out, but we have the pre-order right now. You can get it before tonight." And then it said it'll come out at twelve o'clock. He goes, "Just get your hands on it." He goes, "You can buy it, you can play it on your record player, whatever you want. Just stream it, just put it in your hands and listen to it." Yeah, the most important thing is certainly for people to hear your music. So in the end of the, at the end of the day, whatever it takes for people to hear and hopefully enjoy our music, mm -hmm. that's awesome. We like when people buy the CDs and the records. I, th I always personally liked, if I really like an album, would try and get a copy of yeah. it because I like bringing it with me in the car and then you kind of like have it, you're kinda, you end up listening to it over and over again and like exactly. looking through the liner notes I and all that sort of stuff. I think you bought all the Consider the Source albums, right? <laughs> I bought like as much as I could from CD, nice. but I'm not too big on CD that much. But if they don't have vinyl, then I might as well buy CD. But I'm still supporting them regardless. But if they do have vinyl, then I'll just disregard the CD and just buy the vinyl. Nice. I have like around 300 vinyl right now. I have yet to count because you know I bought some vinyls recently and I have yet to uh, count because I have a full list. Crazy. So I might have around 300 right now. I'm not sure. It could be more. It could be less. Maybe it could be less. I'm mm. not entirely sure. But yeah, I am a junkie for vinyl. You know, I've been collecting vinyl for like almost, yeah, this month marks three years since I've been uh, collecting vinyl. Wow. Literally, it all started uh, with a record that my best friend had because he had a huge collection that was passed down to him and it just went from there. What was the first record? Uh, Sex Pistols, Never Mind the Bullocks. Very nice. Um, who do you sound? No, it's 4 a.m. and you're hungry. What do you do? Bowl of cereal. Bowl of cereal. What kind of cereal? You know, it doesn't really matter, but I usually like to mix cereals. It was funny because... Like if I got a couple, I'll mix them up, or if I'll throw some raisins in, mm -hmm. I'll, I like some sort of mixture. I woke up today, I think it was like 11 or 12, and I was super excited to get the interview in, and I was super excited to come see you guys and 
big fan. And uh, I was like, I want a bowl of cereal. Where do I get it? <laughs> my house doesn't have it because my mom's like gluten-free and the milk is like, I don't even think there's milk in my house. So I was like, where do I go for a bowl of cereal? Mm-hmm. Who has a bowl of cereal in New Jersey? I know New York in, I think it's uh, Union Square, they have a Kellogg's like factory or building or whatever it is. And you can go there. You can order like uh, breakfast. Incredible. And you can just go there and get a bowl of cereal and it's all Kellogg's and stuff. And I was like, but in Jersey, I don't know where you get a bowl of cereal. I think Sometimes maybe you gotta the go diner. to the supermarket. You could probably get a diner. Because I just want a bowl of cereal. Sometimes somewhere. on the road. Sometimes on the road, just some cereal and milk. You're right. It's the perfect yeah. thing. Uh, where do we find your music online or anywhere? We've got we our website is considerthesourcemusic.com. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook and uh, Instagram, I believe, Consider the Source <laughs> Music and CTS Music. Okay. And like we said, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. Title. YouTube. Napster. Yeah, I think we're on title. I'm not sure about Napster. I think Napster's dead. I'm not sure. I know iTunes is gone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, Napster used to be that whole uh, peer-to-peer sharing, and then Metallica, you know, destroyed, and then it became a different thing. Oh yeah. Metallica. Yeah, don't you yeah, remember Lars, Metallica? Lars they destroyed Napster because you know he, they were like tired of people um, downloading their music, especially like the demos and whatnot. He was one of the main spokesmen for. Uh, Saying what they were doing. That's to be the greatest thing down. I've ever heard. But uh, yeah. All right. Uh, any last words? Peace, respect, love. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your time. No problem. Excited huh? to play. It's our uh, guitar player Gabriel's birthday tonight. Cool. So we're a little extra excited to play some music oh, and celebrate. Always a good time when you guys play. Glad to have you guys with us. Of course. That guy knows how to. I, oh my god. I, how does he know the way around a guitar like that? Like, I don't even know. And he plays a double-necked guitar. That's double-neck, and he's got one one fretted, one fretless. Exactly. What's the difference? What's the difference between that? Well, the ones without the frets, he can slide between notes okay. fluidly, so he's able to play the notes kind of in between the notes. So having a fret is kind of like a speed bump, sort That's of. Right. And taking it out, it's just like take your Ferrari and go a hundred. <laughs> and he 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 certainly he does. Blows me away. Like the last time. He it was I showed him and he was like yeah they're good and then I showed him live and he was just like I'm like yeah we Yo, do like Ernie we and do he's just like watching we, the we band do try and like urge he, people to try and see us live it's like he got electrocuted it was basically like he never saw that before yeah I mean you know usually um I really love you know seeing the bands live so I mean hear them on record you know it's cool and all but when you see them live that's a different experience you know I mean listening to everybody on Spotify is cool and all but you know. You really gotta you know spend the money to um, see the bands live because you know if you don't, you're missing out a lot. And plus, you know, I mean, you know, especially you know with the bands and interacting with the fans and whatnot, you know, that could be a different experience too. I mean, every show is a different experience, regardless. Absolutely. Not to plug any bands, but a perfect example of seeing a band on like listening to them and then seeing them live is uh, between the Barrier to me. Awesome. Perfect yet, example. Yet to see them live, would like to. Oh, I've seen them a handful of times. Phenomenal. But uh. Yeah, we're going to end this, and we're going to just thank you for coming and enjoying us and having us ask you a bunch of questions about food and music. Yeah, my because pleasure. we're a hungry podcast, and I think most of our questions are about eating food. Nothing wrong with that. Now we're going to go ahead and eat some uh, pork leg and cheese sandwiches inside the Wonder Bar, and you'll just have a good time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any last words? We said that. Nope. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it again. Yeah, all right. Uh, 
I think that includes another episode of uh, Damn Straight Radio. You can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to a podcast, anywhere. And uh, remember, uh, stay in school, don't do drugs, and uh, I don't know. If you go to school, make sure you think about what you're going to do in life. Just get yourself a job and make your income from there. If your feet smell, how do your feet smell if they don't have a nose? I don't even know. Here's another question. If cats are good for your eyes, can they dial a phone? I don't know. That was another NNN reference. Okay, uh, thank you for listening. And remember, support local music. And uh, if it wasn't for you coming out to a show, local music wouldn't be where it is. So thank you for supporting. And uh, come out to a venue near you because we need more people. So bring a friend, bring a family member, bring your mom, bring your dad. And uh, pack a venue because we need it. And uh, support local music. And remember... Check out Consider the Source everywhere and uh, come out to a show. They don't bite. And don't forget to check out Damn Straight Radio on Anchor and wherever else you can listen to podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Check out Damn Straight Entertainment at damnstraightent.com, Facebook and Instagram at damnstraightent. Here's up at damnstraightent at gmail.com for all inquiries. Yo, here's up with anything. Show us what you got. We book any genre, regardless of what they are. If you think you got what it takes to play, yo, here's up. We'll fuck anything. So, yes. You have a good day, whatever time of day you are, wherever you're listening to this from. And, yes, like Mike said, support local music and pack out a venue. Let people know, hey, you got a show going on? Bring everybody. Yep, damn straight. All right, everybody, have a good night or a good day, whatever. All right, enjoy. This has been another episode of Damn Straight Radio. Damn straight. Entertainment.